Cloudcast Media presents, from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delt and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Coming back to another Cloudcast here at the uh, Cloud Foundry Summit out here in uh, Santa Clara, California. We Switched venues a little bit. Today was really windy outside, um, so we, we switched it up. Hopefully, the, the audio quality a little better. Um, so today we've got a uh, longtime friend of the show, uh, longtime guest of the show, uh, Chip Childers, uh, CTO of CloudFoundry.org or Chief, Technology of, Chief of Technical Chief of staff. staff. Yeah, Sam and I have been kind of, yeah, so that's it, Technology Chief of Staff. So you have one of those, yeah. those jobs, you get to like make up your title. Yeah, well, Which it was going to cool. be doer of things, but we decided it didn't look good in the business cards. So um, Fair. then we just came up with something else. <laughs> <laughs> so like Sam's wingman was taken. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, uh, we're probably in about the seventh inning or so of, of this thing two days in. What's, what's your guys' take on it so far? I, I know Aaron and I have been very impressed. We're, we're learning a lot, which is good for us this week because it's all sort of new. But what's your guys' take on it as the, the organizers and, and people in charge of it? Good, good question. So we are at day 111 of the foundation actually existing. Um, I'm slightly less than that in in my employment here. Yeah. But uh, we've managed to pull off uh, what I think is a pretty phenomenal event. We've got fantastic feedback uh, from everybody participating. Um, you know, we've we uh, blew through our registration goal. Yep. In fact, attendance is higher than a registration goal was. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Which is great. Yeah. The energy is amazing. Um, the expo hall feels like a combination of uh, you know people actually collaborating and getting something done at the same time that there's some great technology that's being shown off, um, which is fantastic. The uh, the talks are jam packed. The rooms are sometimes overflowing. Yep. Um, so I, we're we're very happy. Good. Good. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. You guys have uh, it's you, you you've done a lot of things. I think that you know when you put on a show, there's a lot of shows that are very similar. You guys have done a lot of things that I think, from the perspective of a community, uh, just little nuances that that have made it really good. I mean, like like you said, the the sort of solution pavilion or, or show flow areas. Yeah, there's there's vendors showing stuff, but there's also places to hang out and and hack and talk and stuff. And when people are presenting, you you know, this is a lot of new people to a lot of you know this big crowd, new crowd. You, you did a very cool thing where it's like. There's their name, there's their, their presentation, their slides, their video throughout the whole thing. So you never sort of forget who's talking or that you can go back and look them up. And so you guys have done a lot of little things as well as the stuff you talked about that are very good details for, for making the show run well and, and all that stuff. Well, so here's the pitch for the Linux Foundation event team, right? Because they are the ones who, um, I would say, make the smooth edges yeah. really smooth. Um, Angela and her, her crew are phenomenal. For those of you that have been to a Linux con or a cloud open, um, this is the same crew that produces that. They're yep. doing container con. Um, so the, the Cloud Foundry Foundation's um, supported by the Linux Foundation, mm-hmm. and, and so we get all the advantage of Angela and her expertise, and she really just nails it. Um, the vibe we were going for at the conference was one of um, an interesting combination, um, which is we think is it's – it's fairly hard to get right where you're trying to combine uh, a tight-knit community, you know, expand that community, build a sense of community at the same time 
we're all here for commercial reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we want to highlight the interesting commercial things that are going on. We want to highlight the interesting user stories um, and allow a little bit of the expo feel at the same time that you've, again, got the space right next to it where, you know, two guys are hacking on a uh, thing they want to contribute. Something, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> Sam said it this morning at, at opening keynote comments of, this show feels really unique because there is both a commercial vibe and an open source vibe kind of all at the same time. And I don't think many folks really know that, you know, technically behind the scenes, yeah, this is a Linux Foundation event, yep. um, which is really cool. Um, so, so definitely congrats on that. It's a nice blending of everything. Yes, very happy with the balance. And it's, uh, it's, it's something that we're going to have to work hard to maintain. Now. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Um, so we had talked in the past about, you know, CloudStack and all of your involvement there. Um, not really necessary compare and contrast CloudStack versus uh, Cloud uh, uh, Cloud um, Foundry by chance. But Did you forget where you were? Yeah. Just for a minute. It's been a long couple of days. Don't worry but about it. How is it different for you. infrastructure as a service versus platform as a service kind of talking? So, so that's, that's a good question. Um, so when... I've given a lot of talks about um, uh, infrastructure as a service software, and one of the my favorite ways to end that type of talk is to go uh, effectively stop the conversation and say that's all well and good, um, but I just want to remind everybody while you're dealing with all this hype that honestly the infrastructure is not really the point, right? Nobody's buying infrastructure just because you know it's fun. Right, <laughs> right. You're buying infrastructure. You're trying to operate it. We're trying to automate it. We're trying to make it, you know, API accessible. But the reality is, the applications are actually where you need to worry, um, and and that's where the businesses want to spend their time. And so, um, I think that's the difference, right? So the the industry is sort of building up, and you could argue Paz has been around for just as long as infrastructure as a service. But I think that the enterprise adoption of the um, you know, PaaS layer or the cloud native application platform layer is taking off now, whereas before it was, they were still kind of teasing their way up and out of the, the data yeah. center. Yeah. Well, and, and, and IaaS, um, y- you know, people could grasp what it was. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you just went servers and network and storage and disks and stuff. And so there wasn't, you weren't necessarily saying like, there wasn't this shift from say like you know there wasn't monolithic infrastructure to microservices infrastructure right like we're trying right. to deal with with applications with with IaaS it was like stuff people went oh okay it's those things but maybe they come from a different vendor so like the leap wasn't as far maybe well the uh, virtualization lines, yeah the virtualization trend basically solved that right so right. so you're talking about infrastructure as a service you can run the virtualization plus style app yeah in there no problem right. Um, and that's not to say that the uh, that infrastructure is easy because it's not, and there's a lot of you know there, there's a lot of value to be added through competitive solutions, and um, and it is a difficult problem domain, um, but it is it's slightly more divorced from the the actual value that IT is right providing to the yep. business. So that's the general difference. Sure, yeah, and I think I think Josh talked about that this morning. Josh McGinty talked about it, yeah. sort of going from. This, you know, he said, you know, I was building OpenStack, but my intention was always to to get to building a, an application centric platform. It just happened to be where we started for it, and yeah, he had to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So he started the, the 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 compute layer, right? And he wanted to work his way up to enable applications because, again, that's what we're all here for, right? Sure. So, so let's talk about oh, from a foundation standpoint, real quickly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, you've got this concept of of the foundation and kind of top level projects and incubation projects and all of these, you know, very, you know, 
in my history, Apache-like terms, right? And and for instance, I was in a uh, Diego and Docker session today, and then that they were they were talking about how that is an incubating project right now, currently. Mm-hmm. Um, how much work do you do, or do you ever get involved in in that process and prioritization? And tell us a little bit of be, the behind the scenes of because yeah. Cloud Foundry at the end of the day is a lot of pro- mm-hmm. projects that I don't necessarily think everyone understands or, or has a familiarity with. Yeah, so let's step back first and talk about the architecture. So the, the architecture of Cloud Foundry is actually a set of microservices that collectively um, create uh, you know, a few different layers and can be recombined. I'll give you an example of that in a minute. Um, so th- this, this set of services, starting at, at the Bosch layer, which is the deployment and operational management layer, is how you deploy... Um, effectively, you deploy what's called the Elastic Runtime or any of the um, persistent services that are going to sit behind applications. So that's Bosch. And then as you work your way up into that Elastic Runtime, the, the services get even smaller and more granular. You know, log aggregation. Um, and then within log aggregation, it's you know, multiple actual processes that are running in a distributed nature. Um, same thing for identity, access management. Um, and, and then, again, Diego itself uh, is the kind of the new version of the Elastic Runtime, or the equivalent, which is our DEA architecture, um, which is what's the active mm-hmm. um, runtime environment today. So it, it's, it's a lot of different technology that can be combined to create a Cloud Foundry deployment. Yep. Um, we can also combine it into something that's a little bit different. And so we've, we've got um, Lattice, which uh, hopefully you've spoken with somebody about Lattice, if you yeah, haven't. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. we may talk uh, a little bit after this as well. Yeah, so you, so you can think about Lattice just very simply without digging into it. It's um, it, it's effectively ca- Cloud Foundry um, by subtraction, right? So so you take uh, a number of the components that exist within the f- the future architecture of mm-hmm. Cloud Foundry, and then uh, two of the components, uh, specifically the the Go based HTTP router and the the log aggregation system, and you bundle them up and you apply either a Vagrant up approach to getting it started, or you use Terraform and you deploy it on any infrastructure service that Terraform yep. handles. Um, but it, it strips out all the, the enterprise stuff, right? So you lose identity access management, you lose uh, today the build pack support, that right. might change. So it's just, it's just a great container cluster manager. And that's because the architecture of Cloud Foundry is broken up into these discrete services that can be recombined into different, you know, different solutions. Um, so that's the technology. So then the question becomes: How do how does the uh, the how do the projects operate, and how do they actually you know, work with each other? Um, the the terminology does come from both Apache as well as some other foundations. Um, this this notion of a project management committee um, and the idea of incubation. Um, and we also have an attic, um, which you know repositories can move into when they're effectively EOL. Um, the way that all that works is that um, we we have what we call a governance by contribution structure, and contribution is measured based on the number of committers you have on particular projects that are within a, a PMC. Now, some of this is definitely inside baseball, right? Sure. Um, <clears throat> so these PMCs are uh, there are five of them right now. There's the utilities, which you can kind of think of as catch-all, right? So even the CI tooling's in that, um, but the CLI tools and um, the the Eclipse plugin, and recently the .NET um, Visual Studio .NET plugin that HP's brought in. Um, all that lives within utilities. We have services, which exists um, as a way to both describe the APIs used for the backend services, but also a few of the example implementations. Um, we have runtime. 
which is both the, the next-gen Diego as well as the existing DEA architecture plus the cloud controller. Um, we have, uh, which one did I miss? Build Packs was another one. So you can see that each one of these is a bunch of projects underneath them. Um, and then collectively, the lead for each PMC sits on this thing called the PMC Council. And so that's a bottom-up hierarchy. Now, flip the whole thing and say, what direction do we want the project to run? Well, start at the PMC Council setting direction and theme and work your way back down, all the way down to discrete stories that would be worked on by an engineer within a project. Um, so this is a, this is a highly product-managed um, collaborative endeavor. Yep. Right? It is not... Uh, it is not a foundation that's looking for flyby glom on contribution, <laughs> right? Right. Well, and you, right. you kind of have to. I mean, it's it's at the end of the day, even though they're they're composable, I mean, at some point you want them to more than likely come back together, or, or a lot of people are going to want them to come back together in a uh, well structured manner. Uh, absolutely. So absolutely, and we've got um, you know, we've got a large number of uh, of users that are using it. They rely on. You know, a well thought through and articulated product strategy and, you know, product direction. And they rely on, you know, every individual feature to make sense to the cohesive yep. whole. Yep. Um, and, you know, we don't, we don't want to go down the path that, that some other uh, open source has that, that effectively is um, kind of the tragedy of the commons occurs, right? Where everybody piles on and, and you don't get anywhere um, because day, today's day one in our journey. And, yep. you know, yeah. there are a lot of days left. Yeah, no, and and I think it goes to uh, probably a big common theme is the, this idea of the core of Cloud Foundry, you know, is very consistent, mainly for interoperability reasons between all the various vendors that are out there. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then the, you kind of differentiate around the edges um, without, and, and you have to have that model, um, I think, going forward. It, it seems to be the, the big success point or selling point without a doubt right now. Yes. Um, and, and it's what everyone is kind of looking for right now. Um, so I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. Let me, let me ask you kind of a, a specific question. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of sort of enterprise feel this week because you know, a lot of talk about how do you transform your business? How do you move mm-hmm. into that? Um, there's a lot of companies that are contributing Microsoft-centric stuff. So, I mean, IBM, uh, you know, Angel stood up and said, we're going to contribute, like, .NET and some stuff. You talked about what HP is contributing. CenturyLink had an Iron Foundry thing. Microsoft yep. is now, I mean, like, what, what is going on with the Windows, the Windows sort of Microsoft side? Because, obviously, there's a lot of enterprises that that's, you know, there's a big code base there. Like, what's the, at the, at the that's, high level, that's a great I guess two question. questions high level is, what's the cliff notes, and should I care? Like, is it going to kind of work out, or do I have to worry that HP's version is going to be different than Microsoft's or something? No. So, so what you've seen is that everybody's coming out um, with what they have yep. on purpose. Okay. Because what we're doing is we're actually creating the, the groundswell to um, get everyone to actually agree on a, on a strategy okay. moving forward. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, this was all on purpose, okay. and it's um, and it's directed towards getting all of the cards on the table, and we're all going to work collectively, right, with Microsoft, yep. to set right. the appropriate they strategy. Have to be, yeah, yeah. And Microsoft's participating because they're they're helping us um, make sure that we can deploy using uh, the Bosch layer onto Azure. Um, we're, we'll be working with the product teams within Microsoft to help us chart the the path for runtime and the build packs. Um, as well as the SQL Server services, so yep. we're actually really excited. Depending on the numbers that you look at, you know, you're, let's say you're plus or minus, I don't know, twenty percent, depending on the survey, fifty fifty between Linux and and you know .NET developers within the enterprise, yep. um, and that's just a reality of these enterprise. 
So it's, uh, if we talk about enterprise transformation, we need to talk about enterprise transformation. We can't talk about the Linux developers within the enterprise. Right. Um, and there's a lot of great technology coming out of Microsoft. So we're, we're very much um, interested in embracing it, um, embracing the different approaches that have been taken, and then working as a collective to chart the path forward. So a bunch of, bunch of dojos announced this week. I know yep. uh, we're excited because the one in RTP out in Raleigh got announced. I think we're the honorary mayors of that one. We're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're IBM is going to give you a crown yeah, and everything. Yeah, gonna, it's going to be great. Key and, uh, but new one in San Francisco uh, got announced, right? That's sort of your, your centralized one. Is that right? Um, yeah. So, so I guess have, you, have we talked about what a dojo is? Uh, we did it with Sam. Yeah, with, we with, Sam. Time with Sam. Excellent. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Excellent. Good. That's right. So, um, so the program is growing. Um, the you know IBM announced uh, the RTP location. Uh, the foundation is going to have a location, um, largely because we need a, a vendor independent place yep. Yep. Um, where there might be some commercial tension. Um, but frankly, uh, Pivotal is an extremely open company. Uh, open company. They they welcome anyone, um, and they're. Um, they'll be just a few blocks away from the foundation location. So uh, that'll be great. Yeah. And, you know, clearly the, the project comes out of Pivotal. Right. Um, so we all owe them you know, a big debt of gratitude. And, and at the same time, they're, uh, you know, they're also uh, contributing you right. know, a ton. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, we were having really good progress there. There's also uh, whisperings of, of other continents. Yeah. Um, yeah that's the none have been deal. announced yet. But yep. uh, there, are, there are whisperings in the wind. Well, you have to, I mean, you can sort of guess with Huawei being up there, maybe we're in other huge places and some others. Yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're kind of out of time uh, for today, Chip. Um, where can everyone follow you and what's going on? And Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'll be at OpenStack Summit uh, probably after Aaron edits this. Probably. <laughs> I think oh, wait, no. A, Aaron will edit after. I, yeah, yeah. I think that's a safe bet. This yeah. won't get published until after Summit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. So you'll have missed me at OpenStack Summit. Uh, I'll be in Tokyo in early June uh, for Cloud Open, giving a keynote there after Jim Zemlin. And um, uh, follow me on Twitter at Chip Childers, C-H-I-P Childers. Awesome. All right. So thank you, everybody. Uh, again, we're, we're not going to give the usual outro just solely because we're doing so many of them <laughs> back to back You're to getting back. getting tired of it, aren't you? I know, exactly. Yeah. Um, we kind of have it down by now, but we're not doing it. But I just wanted to say thank everyone. And again, thanks to both the Linux Foundation and the Cloud Foundry folks for having us out here. And uh, it's been just a fantastic week, uh, you know, again, going down to the last couple hours. But, but thank you very much. So, well, thank you guys for coming. Absolutely. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll talk to you soon.